Hey guys, and welcome back to the Power Review Podcast, starring Owen Gunter and Hannah Clark. I hope you're having an awesome day. So, we're going to get straight into it today. Today, we're going to be talking about some maybe potentially sensitive topics. We're going to be very vulnerable, so just keep that in the back of your mind while you're listening. Um, you have been warned. So, <laughs> well, let's get straight into it. Oh, that's pretty odd. That's pretty odd. What was it? Ominous? Is, is that the word? I think that's the word. Yes. Ominous. So, staying positive in pretty much a hate-filled world and, like, how do we overcome those obstacles and how do we walk every day with a smile on our face? It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. I feel like a lot of this hateful world has been created by media. I think that's a very big part of it. That's a good, like a very, sh- I'd say very strong influence on our generation nowadays. Absolutely, because we, sure. we overconsume it. Our generation is so used to social media and seeing news literally wherever. And I think that news is meant to be so polarizing negative to keep people engaged you know feel people like they have to, to keep listening to see all these crazy things going on in the world but there's not a whole lot of good that's talked about anymore no there's not i feel like whenever you open up that you know the media whether whatever app you want to use it's not a single good thing Mm-mm. and that's just tearing you down every single day and that's something that both of us and the rest of the people have to kind of overcome and how do we include that in our everyday lives because that's kind of part of it Mm -hmm. but then how do we look away from it and say all right well i can't listen to this i need to just go my own way you have to like also like i think a lot of it is being active about it you have to be actively seeking Mm -hmm. to find these good in the world because it's not going to be given to you 100 percent. it's gonna be hard to find because this world has always been filled with so much hate and so much evil heck i believe that humans are naturally evil and that (laughs) yeah and like good is something that's taught it's not something that's innate or natural it's something that you have to learn that's actually i didn't even think about that's a really good point i mean i think a good example of this in the media nowadays is like look at lord of the flies something i had to read my sophomore year high school you put the boys in the island like teenage boys and without any sort of like authoritative figure saying hey keep doing this keep don't keep doing this they became savages and their simulation that they created was basically destroyed that I think proves that point that humans are naturally evil. I totally agree with that. And then once you're you're kind of in that sense of I'm going to be evil, I'm going to be rude, I'm going to I have no nothing good to contribute, it just creates a domino effect to like the rest of the, the population, which is terrible. Absolutely. So have there been any like life experiences that you've had that have kind of you've had to like really Really think push. twice yeah. like push I have to really it's you, it's easy to say oh I'm gonna stay positive oh I'm gonna wake up every day with a smile on my face it's easy to say that but it's the actual the mental part of that is how when somebody tells you oh you're this or you're that or why are you doing this how do you actually overcome that and so now how do you do that so in my personal experiences I've done I think I've done with a lot of just negativity throughout my life um, I think especially in high school, I would say specifically, there was a group of guys that I was friends with going into this Pennsylvania, when I went to Pennsylvania. And, you know, I was really cool friends with them like the first year or so. Then we got to freshman year of high school and I don't know what happened. But one of them told me that nobody cared about what I had to say. Nobody cared about, like, nobody cared about me. Nobody liked me. Nobody cared about this, about that, about me. And be honest with you, whenever somebody you respect and mm-hmm. that you like, genuinely like says that to you, that really hurts you. And... This is my seven topics. Trigger warning right here. 
I actually tried to kill myself my freshman year of high school because that stuff just affected me so negatively. Like it had me spiraling because I feel like what I had worked for it the last year and a half at that point to build friendships and be like a part of something was completely diminished by that one comment and it literally destroyed me. And now I know that's a pretty extreme reaction to that, but it's something that happens nowadays that's, too. It, that's it, a normal like thought from people who are experiencing people who outside influence who are negative mm-hmm. and don't have don't care about mm-hmm. what they are, they only care about themselves, is when you're having that feeling, what else are you supposed to do except for spiral down? Yeah, and that's what I did. But that was my freshman year of high school. I like to think I've come a very long way since then, yeah. working to overcome, kind of just dealing with the negativity that arises from people, not everyone, but some people that were in said friend group who continued to exclude me and treat me like crap the remainder of high school for I don't know what reason. I, am I annoying? Is that if that's what it was? That's the down. I think everyone their own degree, especially at an age Dude, of high school, yeah. at high school, everyone's annoying their own way. So it's yeah. like that reason doesn't seem very logical or like, no or, or consistently sustainable, no. at least because that applies to everyone in any particular instance too. So I think that definitely pushed my limit a lot, and staying positive the rest of high school was definitely really hard for me. I know it's something I struggle with on a daily basis, just running going to school because of to see some of those people who had treated me that way and having interacting with them on a normal basis and knowing that, hey, you know what, um, that I will never feel like I'm enough around these people. And I didn't really feel like I had anywhere else to go, too. Yeah, very true. High school is a very, uh, I feel you're kind of trapped for the f- for four years unless you transfer to another school. You're pretty much trapped with 2,000 people, and that's another situation that or a thing I a personal experience for me is like relating to is in high school I was very involved Mm -hmm. you were as just like you and I would say that when people don't want to see you succeed like for example I was involved with a lot of different clubs and I remember this one a a couple people would be like why are you putting all this effort into it you're not making a change you're not impacting anyone you're doing too much or there's no point of you doing this, or they'd straight up just like look at me weird whenever I'd be participating in certain things. Like that's, like, it's kind of hard to keep on doing that when you go up and try to uh, achieve something, and there's just people looking at you like, ugh, ugh. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. No, well, it makes you feeling better. I think you pos- I know people that we both know that we've positively impacted for the better, and I think the people that Very said true. that were completely wrong. No, it's just it's it's almost like. You're trying to, you know, create a group of five people and we're trying to impact the community, whether that's doing volunteer service, create a game, create like spirit events. And those there's this crowd of people who are just saying, oh, you're lame, you're boring, this sucks. And you just put all this work into it and you loved putting all that work into it. Mm-hmm. And then this group of people, these negative uh, outside forces. These haters. These ha- <laughs> yeah. These jabronis <laughs> out here. Are just basically trying to tear us down and like that's very it's it it seems easy to just put it in one ear and out the other but really it's it can take a toll on you Mm -hmm. no i completely understand my own personal experiences but like it's hard whenever because i think at such a young age people don't understand exactly like where you're coming from, mm-hmm. especially when, we, when like, your brain hasn't developed as completely as, as it yeah. does to the point where we're, we're kind of getting the, the brain developing um, a lot more completely, not 100%, but to the point where it's like significantly like more mature. Which it, is, I think, 26, right? 26. I think 26. 26 for guys. I don't know if it's for girls, but I think it's, like a, it's about that. 
So do you still get that like level of hate that you received in high school and college, or do you see it like different ways? Or yeah, I would definitely say I, I would think I still experience that like people who are asking me like or or looking at me like what is she doing or what's her point of doing this or what what's her point what is she trying to get her point across or things of that nature uh i don't think that it's as bad because like i we were talking about before is like in high school like there's only two thousand people mm-hmm. and then in college there's what 35 about the, at ut at least about 30 yeah. yeah so there's a there's there's more people which you would think that it's you'd have more hate but re- I mean, so far I haven't really gotten too much of it. Where I've seen face to face, like people have said it to my f- face. But I know that behind their thoughts, and I could be overthinking it too. That sometimes, whenever I'm talking out loud in, in a group, especially now I'm working with, or I'm doing things with sophomores, juniors, and seniors, mm-hmm. and I'm a freshman. So that's also not nerve wracking, but also are they thinking in the back of their head, and this is where I come in, like the over the overthinking is, are they thinking that I'm dumb? Do I know enough? Do I, uh, am I talking too much? Things of that. Mm-hmm. It, that can also not tear you down, but yeah. make me over, literally overthink what I'm trying to say to the point where I don't know anymore. Like, I'm, I, is it me being myself or am I being confident with my thoughts? Is it because you want to like assert yourself as like a strong like, leader and, and like contributor to these groups, but you just want to be, you're afraid that you're not gonna be seen like that? Yes, I wouldn't say I'm afraid of not being like a good leader, but I would think that sometimes it's hard because I think about what are they thinking behind them, but mm-hmm. at the same time it doesn't matter because in like in reality it's just me. It's yeah. me and if they're going to judge me and have something to say, that's okay because maybe they don't agree with me and if I am still enjoying it, then that's that's okay, and yeah. I'm, I'm gonna still have those people who think that they I need to stop, or mm-hmm. she's being too much, or she's whatever. A lot of things in this world were built on extreme A's to some degree. Like at one point, it's different ideas, different mm-hmm. actions were all considered extreme at one point, one way or another. Mm-hmm. So, and those some of there have been ideologies I had to learn about in my history class recently mm-hmm. that are so dominant in today's culture too. That once were so seen as so radical. But gain a significant following, like communism. Whenever it was introduced by, oh yeah, um, no, that gained that gained, a, that gained a significant following. That was considered an extreme idea at the at the time. Yeah, like it's gained a significant following. No, so. definitely, and it's it's something that you just have to like. We're, for both of us too, I'd say we're leaders in this community, and you're going to have people, and they're going to judge you, and they're going to say rude things about you, or they're going to say, "Well, why does he act a certain way?" Mm-hmm. Or why does she wear that? And I think that that's something that we have to just put into our everyday routine. But then you have to be the one to tell yourself that it's okay and it's just be yourself mm-hmm. and continue. And I know it's very cliche. Yeah. But love yourself. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't think. I think there's a certain like upper bound where it's the point where it's like where it becomes a problem to love yourself too much to think you're right in every single thing that you do. Yeah. But to uh, under, to recognize that you have like flaws and that there are things about you that you know you didn't prove on, which I think is really draw the line. Like, do you think about yourself? Are you are you self righteous? Is where that becomes in the play there. Yeah. I think that's the limit for that. Like kind of being too cocky. Yeah. Not maybe not cocky, but just like I see things on Instagram where people mm. where people are like, love yourself. You're a boss, B I T C H. You know, like you're one of those. Don't listen to what if you're too. You know, if people leave you, then 
you're too much for them, like whatever. That's toxic. Yeah, yeah. Because no, that 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 just assumes self righteousness, which is which media. is wrong. Yeah. And I think that's like the line where you're like drawing, like where it's like unhealthily loving yourself. So like, yeah. it's that point. <laughs> unhealthily, that's funny. I I can definitely see that. I think it's something that, uh, it's not easy, mm-hmm. but it's something that you have to kind of not teach yourself, but something to learn o- over time is experiencing different people because like I said we come from we came from 2,000 people and yeah. then now we're in 35,000 people and there's going to be different you're going to experience a lot of different individuals yeah. and it's going to be I guess you could say uncomfortable but at the same time you're also learning about them which makes you learn by yourself which is pretty unique if no, I, I, to say. I agree with you I think when people here come from different cultures UT I know there's a lot of people from out of state too mm-hmm. and I came from Pennsylvania I think the culture in Pennsylvania is totally different than Oxford, Tennessee. Yes. So getting people with different cultures and even within the United States, too, is interesting in the sense that you learn more about different people and their experiences, which you then, you then use to better yourself and better your community with these combined ideas. And to the whole hate thing that you made, the point you made earlier, I guess the point I made earlier, too, I think a lot of people, the hate people get is people projecting their own insecurities. So, like, example, like when somebody's judging you, you think that they're just something is insecure about like they're insecure about themselves so then they kind of just attack you okay to some extent maybe see i think there is a line where people judge i think there's a level of healthy criticism that comes into it like i have friends yes like you for example that if i did something wrong and that you saw behavior that you didn't like that you think i need to change you would tell me but you wouldn't tell me in like a like a yell, like you need to change this. Like you're too much of that. You're too much you're of this. Awful. You would give me, you would give me really good, like good constructive criticism, and because you want to help me learn, that's not bad. Because sometimes you need to have constructive. You need to have people close to you tell you like what you're doing wrong, give you constructive criticism, because they genuinely want the best for you. They don't. They see behavior they don't like. I have friends like that, but people when they just like yell at you or they say like, oh, nobody cares about you, nobody likes you, whatever, without any good reasoning behind it, it's not constructive that's the point where it's like that is hey that's projecting your insecurities yeah. but projecting insecurities is not wanting to help somebody that's two completely different things they're similar but they can be taken completely different ways i totally agree and i think that that's like that can oh my gosh that can tear you down so much when somebody's nobody likes you i, I feel like you don't really hear that as much but i don't and, hear, i used to hear that a lot yeah, i used to get that a bunch that's so, like how like honestly if you're just hearing that you're walking down the you know the street and a guy comes up to you and says that like does that affect you? Did that affect you mentally? And then, like, that just carry on with you for the rest of that day? Or do you still think about those past events that have, or past topics that have been said to you? So, this is something I have to deal with on a daily basis. So, the stuff that, the way people have treated me in the past is a result of my own overthinking, too. My home life wasn't great either. Um, I'm not going to say which parent, but I have a parent in particular that, like, trigger warning again abusive my one parent was abusive and to be told all the time that you're not worth it you know you need to keep doing this you're not good enough and so straight A is still not good enough grades or whatever like you like second place not good enough what do you want from me (laughs) exactly like I can only do so much like I'm not perfect that's why I quit cross country ninth grade because I just felt so like you know I was out of shape I wasn't having my best meets and that parent kept saying you know you need to do like a, a 10 minute mile now like a 10 minute two mile which i was definitely not in the shape to do at that point a five minute mile which make, is ridiculous that is especially where i was at that point too like that's insane to get in better like 50 percent insane now yeah no it's still insane and the high expectations i guess that was a big part of it too like setting expectations so unrealistic and expecting you to like it's not even for you to aspire to is that you 
if you don't meet those, then you're like a failure. That's what I felt. That's my, that was my entire childhood summed up. And to have to go to school with that too and be told, you know, or, not, or be felt like I wasn't worth anything, like I wasn't deserving of love sometimes, that's hard. And I'll be honest, I'm a little insecure about those things too. Like I own that, right? And it's something, it's something I'm actually trying to work on because I've learned in college that you maybe, you know, I actually do have value. I've had people like you who made me feel like I am valued, like I'm actually worth something, which is not something I'm used to feeling. So I think a lot of it is just being, it's getting reacclimated to feeling like you're worth something, you know? And that's been a process I've been doing the last, however many months I've been at UT, is like healing from those experiences. And it's still something I'm not great at yet, but I'm getting, certainly getting better at it. And just not even over, just trying not to overthink when people say stuff to me. When people, I have to assume the best in people. I assume that everyone does everything genuinely. Not worry about their being fake or not. Not overanalyzing every single interaction that I have with somebody, which is a tendency that I genuinely have. And really, the effects of the, that some of the stuff I got as a kid have on me now is it's, like, definitely made me a lot tougher, for sure. My patience is incredibly high, but my toleration for stuff like that nowadays is low. I think in high school when you're trapped with the same 2,000 people for four years, you can't really escape it. Like if you do something, like it's gonna have that, like that decision's gonna have to live with you. But in college, like you can get away with it a lot more, not entirely, but you can get away with like not tolerating being treated like that a lot easier because there's not you're gonna have to see you'll probably see those people at one point or another. It's not like you've seen them like every single day for like eight hours a day. So there was an instance in the fall where there was somebody. I, that I didn't feel like was treating me right, was treating me like a friend and reminded me of how I was treated in high school. I just outright did not tolerate that in the slightest because I'm on my own now. I don't have to tolerate that anymore. And I'm not going to because I think I've got enough self-respect at this point that I'm not going to let somebody treat me like that anymore. I agree with you. I think, and that brings a good point, is like surrounding yourself. It's you, you don't get to choose how you're treated, but you get to choose the people that you surround yourself and how they treat you. So yeah, let me go back to that. You can choose the people that you hang out with and those people that you choose can either treat you in a way that makes you feel great or makes you feel bad. And so you get to choose that. And so obviously we want to hang out with people that are going to make us smile, laugh, mm-hmm. obviously accept constructive criticism. Yeah, yeah. And but not people who are, you know, constantly hating on you. And I think to bring back we keep going back to it, but yeah. high school yeah, no, is, wrong with that. Yeah, is we are around those people in a small building. So we're going to hear them, see them, uh, get reactions from them regardless. Mm-hmm. Here, we can take a different route to class. We're not in those people's classes. Mm-hmm. And if we are, it's it's an hour. It's a big and college think, lecture. Yes. It's, not, it's not that neat. No, exactly. And so I think that that's very important is how do we surround ourselves with positive people? But then also, how do we... Uh, stay positive with those people from others, mm-hmm. if, that, if that makes sense. I think a lot of staying positive from these experiences is to be very intentional with what you do. Mm-hmm. Something I've gotten, I'm trying to get good at is expressing more gratitude. So something I would do, or I did this a lot more at the beginning of the semester. I've gotten, kind of, I haven't really done it a whole lot recently. But in the morning on my, on my walks to my ADMs, I will sit there and I'll whisper to myself on my way to class. I'd be like, I'm grateful that, you know, I have a roof over my head. I'm grateful I have food in my body. I'm grateful I have a family that loves me. I'm grateful I have great friends surrounding me. And it makes your day a lot better. Whenever school can be very tough at times, mm-hmm. it helps you stay positive. And that helps me get more motivated. I get more stuff done whenever I express gratitude. Or even just telling your friends, like, hey, I appreciate you and everything you've done for me. Just randomly, people really do appreciate that. People want to feel like they like what they're doing is, like, good in this world. 
So expressing your gratitude towards people you care about is going to go a long way to keeping your relationship with those people, but also letting them know that, hey, giving them boosters because you don't know what they're going through. They could be going through tough times that you don't know about, and expressing gratitude like that can help them get through that tough time. And that's something I wish I had a lot more of whenever I was struggling in high school. I agree. So, like, going off with, with that. So I guess my question for you is, how do you stay positive despite the challenges you may face on a day-to-day basis? Well, some... I guess my number one challenge right now, currently, that I'm facing, obviously that, like, this changes, I would say, like, I guess semester to semester and day to day, but right now I can, I am struggling in a good way, but also in a bad way, of, like, I seem as if I don't have a lot of time for myself, and time for myself is in, I'm not doing something on my computer or phone, or I'm not, I'm not out and about it's something that I'm just like sitting there relaxing <clears throat> in a way of like where I can read a book or a magazine or this is what I like to do I like to read the new, some news articles and that's fun for me it might not be fun for other people but w- that's WSJ yeah, game baby yeah that's like my peace or not peace but my relaxing uh, state and I haven't really been able to do that and uh, I've definitely experienced some sickness from it because I've been go, 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 and I literally have not been able to sleep as much, give myself time, and so that's a challenge that I face. And so how am I positive with that is, well, one, I'm positive with that because, well, everything that I'm doing is I'm happy with what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So it's something that I'm not having, no one's forcing me to be a part of organizations, no one's forcing me to volunteer, no one's forcing me to hang out with my friends. It's just me being that me being busy all the time is tearing me down i guess with my i guess health yeah because i, guess, I like, think if i think what you're talking about is burnout because yeah. i think i think burnout yes. i think i've done enough research on burnout to really know the effects that it has yes and i something it i make you too. sick it, burnout can literally make you physically sick yeah i was physically sick for like a month yeah that's so last semester i've related to that 100 percent. last semester I was go, go, go from like when we met in August. So like literally I met Hannah the first day I was here. Mm-hmm. Like we literally met like literally the first day we were here. We live in the same dorm, it's great. Um, I had been go, go, go. I was go, go, go for the first month or so of the semester, like mm-hmm. doing stuff all day every day. And it made you sick. And it made me sick. Like I came back from uh, fall break from PA and I was like ill. Not like terribly, but I was like ill enough to the point where it was like, it would like mess with me. Yeah. Like feeling just like, like super fatigued and just like stressed all the time. and. That was giving me allergies, and this eventually led this illness somehow ended up me catching strep and the flu at the same time, which but like is all not the fun. stuff that you were doing yeah. was like you weren't dreading it. It's just you never gave yourself a second to lay in your bed yeah. for like an hour yeah. or thirty minutes or whatever it is to make sure you're refreshing your body, mm-hmm. refreshing your mind, and just kind of being at the uh, a neutral state. Yeah, and so then that is like something that just. Ugh, it's dreadful. See, nowadays, I with this semester at least, well, I've been dealing with a lot of school stuff that keeps me stressed and busy all the time. Yeah. I make, uh, I just stay, I sometimes I stay up late at night just to play video games and just relax, like, on my brain. And that's your or, yeah, that's, that's what I do. state. See, I know, that, I know what I'm capable of at this point, or I know what my limits are, and I know what the effects said limits are if I go past said limits. And so... I really have to be intentional about creating time for myself, knowing that I can't be go, go, go all the time. As in, as much as I want to be successful and do great at the things I do, there has to be like a balance, like a line that I draw. I was like, what's too much? And just sometimes I have to cut my losses. Like yeah. Sometimes I just have to take the L sometimes. I mean, you know, maybe I won't get a 4-0. Maybe I won't get 100% on the same I've been studying for for a while. I just have to accept that and know that's part of the process. 
yeah, I totally agree with that. That balance and that whole thing you just said is something that I want to say I have been incorporating in my second semester because first semester I would never, if my friend would have texted me at 2.30 on the daytime, I would have been like, absolutely not. I'm not coming to hang out because I have to do this or I have to go study or I have to do some sort of thing that has to do with school or my extracurriculars, which is great and it's mm -hmm. fun, but I didn't have that good of a balance between my friends mm -hmm. and my I guess you could say my extracurricular school side, which yeah. is still fun yeah. for me, but I didn't have that balance. And now I'm incorporating that balance and I feel I can definitely see that I'm I'm still loving what I'm doing. I'm still having a great time, but I'm starting to see where last semester I did not do that. And this semester I'm incorporating, let's go outside and hang out for like an hour before my next class or let's do homework outside mm -hmm. or let's just straight up go on a walk or hang out for a little bit and put our stuff down. Cause that's also refreshing. What you just said, that balance is so great. Cause I would never would have done that first semester. See, another thing I think too is, I think society nowadays has normalized sort of like grind culture where you yeah. have to be doing stuff all the time. If you're not doing something all the time, if you're not doing every single thing, you're falling behind. That's what society normalizes. It's, it's completely unhealthy. Which it is unhealthy, but sometimes certain people, like certain yeah. individuals love that culture. Yeah, that's, that's nothing against people that do, but that's not something I can embody. I see where people are coming from and do it, but I think that my health would just deteriorate in a few years of doing that to the point where I would be like just way too far gone. And I respect people who are able to do it all on the day, like all day long, for years and years on end. People who get up and do investment banking for 18 hours a day for like JP Morgan, whatever. I respect the heck out of people who do that. But this is not something I can be a part of because I just know that would take too much of a toll on my health and that I can't do that. Well, I still am, well, I still really want to do well. I want to put a, very lot, a lot of work into the stuff that I want to accomplish in life. I can't do that all day, every day, you know? Yeah, because you would literally... If, if I continued my first semester uh, routine, I would, I don't know what I would be doing. I, I'm i sure I would, I would still be loving what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I would still, you know, have that smile and that happy mindset. But I think I'd be so, my I would physically be dead. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something that I'm glad that I was uh, brought to my attention to my, for my own self, but also like my friends and family is, I really didn't give myself that balance first mm -hmm. semester. Yeah, I think that we're both going to continue to grow and find that balance, get better balance. I think sometimes that humans have a nature to overcorrect. They see the one thing they were doing, and they see the opposite. They try to overcorrect the opposite side, and you just oh, and you overcorrect yourself. And it's chaos. And you keep oh, you keep correcting back and forth, back and forth, till you find a healthy medium. But I think to that point I just made a minute ago, I think there's the opposite from grind culture. There's I think. Uh, another culture that's wait, that's the opposite extremity, where it's like live life to its fullest, but where you're living life almost too freely at the point where you're like losing your grasp on your responsibilities and life brings. I think people that there are people out there that enjoy that lifestyle a lot and there's something wrong with that but I think there's a, like a level of like Balance. seriousness you have to have yeah. in life. You accept like hey I gotta get this done, I gotta get this done, that's just part of my life. Like hey just go out and spend all day living life to it like living life however I want it to live because there is a, a work side to life too. Yeah, it's I about finding like, a work-life balance. Definitely, definitely agree with that. Like during spring break, I kept bringing up to my friends, we only have four spring breaks of college because you know, and then after the you know after we graduate, spring break is going to be very challenging to get because like we're in the real world working and you're you might not get paid time off or you have a family that you have a family and so just that whole week I was just living like we got this like let's do everything and that's something that I also have to take into consideration is like we have four years of college and I I see two 
ways here. I want to just live to every opportunity that there is for me, whether that's with business, friends, uh, service, all that. But then I also want to make sure that I'm experiencing outside of that, like with, you know, going out on the, the weekends with my friends or going on like a day trip somewhere mm -hmm. and, you know, forgetting about school, forgetting about the extracurriculars. That's something that I want to make sure that I'm able to experience or going to that baseball game on that mm -hmm. Friday night or going to that basketball game, that football game. Go Vols, baby. <laughs> yes, definitely. We're pretty awesome. But, but still having that balance and then just going from there. Yeah. I think a lot of that has to do with to get rid of this hate in the world too. Like, you just have to be intentional with being optimistic. You have to be intentionally gra like grateful and express gratitude towards things that you're grateful for. Tell and your that's friends hard that, sometimes. To tell your friends that you appreciate them, tell your family you love them. The whole shebang, you know. Um, I think that something I've had to learn the hard way in my life is that I am an excessive planner. I'm very, like, type A. I have to see everything. I have to know everything that's going to happen at any given moment whenever I plan stuff out. Like, that's how I am when I plan. Love that. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very good planner. I plan for anything and everything to happen. But there is a level or there's a lack of spontaneity that I have that mm -hmm. I'm almost afraid of something not going according to plan that I have. So there's times where I just kind of just do stuff just for the heck of it and say, screw it. I can do the other thing later that I had planned out because it's important to really find to live life to that fullest degree. I agree with that because I'm very much like a, okay I'm putting this in my calendar oh and like is it 5 30 can we like yeah. I have to put it in my calendar from like if we're starting something at three it's in my calendar and I'm showing up early and I'm doing things by that time in in my routine you know wake up at this time every single day I go here every single day and it's sometimes hard it's also been brought to my attention it's like you have to have those moments where your friend texts you want to grab coffee at three but I'm like well I'm doing homework mm -hmm. and I have it in my calendar and from two to five but she asked me at three but it's like you have to just – it's very hard, and you yeah. know that, to overcome it and just be like, yeah, sure, let's go grab a coffee. You I have, can do this later. You have to make sacrifices. It's sometimes yeah. sometimes they're for the better. Yeah. Like there was actually an instance. This is kind of random. Sacrifice, My friend yeah. and I, we um, after our class at like 10, 20, the guy at like 11 o'clock, we said – we hopped on a random – bus that UT has and just wrote wherever it went. We wrote it for 40 <laughs> minutes. I had I had, I had had six calc assignments due that night. But, I was going to work on calc. Yeah. I hopped on a bus, had a good 40 minutes. But that wasn't out. on your calendar. It, it was, no, I, I hop on a bus at 11 o'clock. Yeah, I wouldn't I would have planned. That was like out of my routine, so I wouldn't have done it otherwise. But I said, screw it, just did it. And I think that's, I think when being optimistic, like, you have to just stay positive and just seek out positive experience. You just seek the, you have to seek out positive experiences in your life. You're gonna have negative experiences. You're gonna have positive experiences. Yeah. I've had there was an instance in the fall where I had a major falling out with somebody I was pretty close with, um, and that destroyed me. Like I that like my grades tank. Not even tank. They weren't as good, put it that way. My friends would kill me if I said my grades tank because my grade tanking. He gets my, like a 99. He's like, oh, I've got a 99. I'm one of those guys. I, I, I am one of those guys. I hate to admit it, but I'm absolutely one of those guys. And it destroyed me. And But I realized there was more maturing that I had to do and more growing up that I had to do that I, wouldn't have, that I wouldn't have otherwise learned unless that experience happened. So while it may have taken months to see, everything does happen for a reason. When I applied for internships for this summer, I went like 0 for 9 because I wanted, you know, I see my, some of my friends get interested in this summer. I'm like, crap, why, why, why can't I have that? You know, what, what did I do wrong? But as it turns out, I have an internship for next summer with like my dream company pretty much. And they have a conference in June that I'm going to get to go to. As part of it, I might have gotten, not gotten to do with a company had like a competitor 
have like a conference I get to go to in June, which is crazy. How I didn't, how I completely forgot I applied for that internship to begin with. Till they hit me up, was like, hey, want to do double interview? And I'm like, sure. And they called me a couple weeks later, like, you you knocked the internship out, you knocked the interview at the park. We will give you an offer. And I was like, holy crap! So it did work out. It did work out for the best. So while I may not have an internship this summer, there's so much more good that happened as a result of me just taking the owl. And, and that's how you stay positive. That's how you stay positive. Your your loss of zero to nine, and now or oh not oh, oh nine, nine whatever. oh nine whatever yeah. You killed it, and now it's like you got that. And I've learned with well, I've taken a lot of losses my freshman year of college for sure. But I've had to just learn that you know there's always this is gonna sound super cliche, but there's always good on the other side. It's hard to see because you don't know what's in stake for you or what's in store for you, but there's always going to the end, and it's going to happen when you least expect it. That's really how life works. That's how grown life works. Whenever I go through weeks of school, I have to write like five essays, and I have like 155 billion calc assignments still. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. It's going to destroy me, but I know that after that, it would taught me how to make me better try to manage my time. There's always look, I always try to look, look for something to learn out of every single experience. I think that's something I do that keeps me optimistic, is always look for the, a, a learning curve to everything that I do. And I also stay positive. I would say I'm a very positive person. My friends, I think, would definitely describe me as an optimist and staying positive even when it may be hard. Because I understand that, you know, tough times create strong people. That's that's also maybe, might be cliche, but that's genuinely true. I think uh, everything that we've said could t- be taken as cliche, honestly. Yeah, because, no. like, anybody could say just be, be, be happy and... You know, look at the positive and everything, but it's 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 how you really put that into your real life. It's how do you live with that intent, like of how am I going to wake up every day and be like, kind of I want to live this week with intention, and I want to you know be super productive with my courses this this week. And but how do you really do that? Is like you create a plan and you think about what's going to happen, and you look at the positive side of it, which is. Again, super cliche, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's how you do it. And just like Owen said, everything happens for a reason. And so if somebody doesn't go your way, okay, you know, be upset about it mm-hmm. and maybe think of what you did wrong. And that's normal. And that's, that's totally normal. And that's, we're humans. Like, yeah. we're going to have those feelings, which, and if you don't, well, I guess, in a way, You're good for you. You're an alien. Yeah. You're a robot. Weirdo. You're a robot. Uh, but I, I really want, want everybody to live this week with intention and do everything with a reason behind it. So whether that's waking up, wake up because you want to wake up and you want to make somebody's day and wake up because you want to go to class and you want to go to an organization and you want to go out with your friends. And so that's something that I want everybody to live with and I want everybody to kind of just try to be themselves and I know that's uh, easier said than done but try to take steps to start looking at more of the positive side in the world instead of everything that's negative that's that might be influencing us. What is a step you would take to see the positive side in the world and be optimistic? Okay, that's a hard one, but it's, it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I'd really, honestly, just kind of being open-minded and whether that's to political views, whether that's to just views in general, but just being open-minded to seeing how other people would react because you react different if it's raining outside everyone's going to be like, oh, it's raining outside, it's cold, it's gross. Now, I mean, personally, I love the rain. Yeah. Whenever it's raining outside, See? I love the rain. I'm a big rain guy. And I lo- so I need to understand being open-minded. It's like, okay, well, maybe the rain isn't so bad after all. And whether that's – or if some, if you get a bad grade on a test, yeah, be upset about it. But then look at the other side of it. It's like, did you really prepare for it? Or yeah. what's the next test? How can I prepare for it more and do better on the next one? So just be open-minded to those uh those forces. Yeah, I think adding what I said earlier, I think just trying to attach learning to everything that you do. 
and always to always never accept anything for what it is, but always like wonder why everything is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, try be to fully, try to be intentional with like asking questions about the people. Like, hey, you know, try to know people better on a deeper personal level. Mm-hmm. Um, try to know why things are the way work the way they do. Sometimes it's not as simple as you think, and you can really learn a lot about the way something works because system. By just system. being curious yeah. in a way of just like, okay, let's go see their side of it. And curiosity gets really far in this world too. Yeah. I think all great entrepreneurs and thinkers were based off of just asking questions why the world worked or like what's needed in this world or why isn't this the way, why is this the way it is or why is this not the way that it appears to be, you know? Yeah. And I, um, I'm a big, I watch a lot of like content on YouTube and there's this guy on there, Max Reisinger, who's one of my inspirations. He's a, uh, student in a university in California, I believe UC Santa Barbara, don't quote me on that. There was an episode he made, he has a video he made a few months ago, I just want to quote something he said from there. He says, I love when humans are optimistic about each other. He said, we're wired to be afraid of each other's, of others and our difference, but at the same time, we're wired to come together and be connected. And he says, I think we learn more about ourselves, others, and the world we lean into optimism. And to his point, I think that we have to be optimistic about each other. With the divide that people have nowadays, being so, not maybe clicky is the right word, but being less accepting of outsiders, people that aren't like them. We have to be optimistic about people and who they are, why, the way, why are they the way they are, and how do they contribute to the society? Or how do they contribute, or how do they, like, what is their value to other people? How do they people value them? Because mm-hmm. there's, there's good that everyone has, but it's just a matter of how you express it. Because sometimes it's not as obvious as others, you know? Yeah, a- absolutely. And so to also leave you guys with a quote is, I like the quote by Frank Sinatra, I did it my way. And that's something I want to leave you guys with because that's, it can go a different way. It's just, I did it my way. You can be yourself. You can uh, express how you feel. You can follow your passions. And I think that that's something that's very important. And I want everybody to live by that. I wholeheartedly agree with you. One more point I'm just going to throw out there since you got me thinking about my senior quote too. Um, (laughs) So my senior quote was from Jordan Peterson. And the general premise is that the knowledge that you have is primarily cultivated through the, the conversations you have, the experiences you have with other people. That's mm-hmm. where a lot of your knowledge comes from, and being yeah. open-minded about how that world, how the world works in their eyes, too. Hundred percent, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode, episode two of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you guys listening. Please drop a like, subscribe, send us a DM on Instagram. Uh, any feedback we get would be appreciated. Instagram is at thepowerview.podcast. Um, we really love to hear your guys' feedback on the podcast, see how we can improve it, and if possible, we'd love to hear what you guys have to say. So, And thank you guys for watching. Uh, I hope that you have an awesome week. And don't forget to kind of go on this week with an open mind, and also don't forget to just be confident with yourself and explore and make yourself uncomfortable. That's and that's the, the power, power of you. you. Just like that. Have a good week, y'all.